May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit. Often it's said Pentecost is the birthday of the Church, because this is when the Holy Spirit came down, but I'm not too sure, personally. Because surely the birthday of the Church was at the point of the Annunciation when the angel Gabriel visited Mary and Jesus started his journey towards birth. God started the journey towards being made man. Soon after that, of course, Mary visited Elizabeth. John the Baptist, em embryonic John the Baptist, jumped for joy in Elizabeth's womb. Elizabeth and John filled with the Holy Spirit. Surely that was something of the birth of the Church. On the other hand, here Pentecost is absolutely vital, marking a change from the Apostles hiding away, petrified of what was happening, petrified of other people, to suddenly being anointed by the Holy Spirit. Amazing things happening and the Gospel spreading in such a dramatic way complete and utter transformation at the point of Pentecost. The reading we heard from Acts, there are so many lines I absolutely love in it. There is, oh, they cannot possibly be drunk. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. Always makes me chuckle at that point. They haven't come across all day pubs opening at that point, I suppose. And then when the list of all the different nations, all the different nationalities is read out, I'm listening with bated breath. Am I going to hear that Cretans have received the Holy Spirit? No, we had Cretans, not Cretans this year. Thank you. This is God working in unpredictable ways with unexpected people. Even Cretans come to that. Working with all people. Imagine that, God's blessing, God's call, being for every single person who responds, not just a select few. Not just at a convenient time and place either. In the church, of course. So often we prefer things to be the same way as they've always been. The same way we've always experienced them. In the same place, with the same people always doing the same things, or even sometimes one single person doing absolutely everything. Ever come across that in church when everything's relying on just one person? What happens when that's not possible for them to do it anymore? Instead, imagine a church where there are so many different people of all backgrounds, involved in amazing, incredible ways. A hint of this is given in the quote we heard in Acts from the prophet John. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Even your slaves will have the Spirit poured out on them. 
sons and daughters, male and female, young and old, slave and free. Maybe we could do with rich and poor being mentioned, educated and uneducated. But God gets the point across through John. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit, this blessing from God, this call from God, is for all people, no matter who they are, no matter where they're from, no matter their situation. In fact, at this moment of Pentecost, everything changes significantly. It is the same, the same people are there, but at the same time, it's not the same. So much has changed. On Friday, Natalie and I had the joy of having lunch in London with Father Brad, a priest we met in Florida. He also happens to work for a, a fairly major company which makes films and TV shows and runs amusement parks, amongst other things. Listening to Father Brad and Natalie discuss films and series which this company has been involved in, and Father Brad knowing some of the things which are coming that you couldn't tell us. Well, it's eye-opening for me, all these things which are happening, all these things which have been happening. I didn't know any of it. I didn't understand they were talking a foreign language. But every so often, they'd mention something I did understand. The reboot of a film. You've heard of films and series being rebooted sometimes? The word sort of pops up from time to time. A reboot, a relaunch, a restart, it's sort of the whole th thing happens again with different people. It's sort of the same, but different. A bit like when the computer goes wrong, the advice is turn it off and turn it on again to see whether that fixes the things which were wrong and allows it to work better in the future. This feast of Pentecost, in some ways, feels like a reboot of the church. It came into being through Jesus' conception and birth. After Jesus' crucifixion, it became quite inward-looking, the disciples locking themselves away, afraid. Jesus is resurrected. He reveals himself to them. They sort of get it. They sort of understand who he is. Jesus ascends to heaven, and the disciples lock themselves away again, waiting for the Holy Spirit, just being with themselves. The feel of the church at that point seems quite inward-looking. Just those who are always involved, those who had known Jesus firsthand, that's who it was for, that's who it was involved with. And then at Pentecost, Things change abruptly. The whole thing is rebooted, restarted, with a fresh focus, a new possibility, lots of new possibilities. If we're talking about film titles, maybe it would be The Church Reimagined, or Church, The New Generation, Church 2.0, lots of other possibilities because there is sudden change. In a moment, rather than there just being a 
select few looking inwards at themselves, remembering the good old days with Jesus. It's suddenly looking outwards, with lots of people positive about the future, exploding into life, if you like. Complete and utter transformation through the Holy Spirit. Peter, to give but one example, transformed from a scared, uneducated fisherman to an accomplished orator and evangelist. A real excitement builds up. Everyone's hearing others speaking and preaching in their own languages in a way they can understand. So much joy. There's an appreciation. God is truly doing something wonderful. God is there. And others try to rationalise it. Oh, don't take any notice. They must be drunk, it's suggested. So affected are people by this reception of the Holy Spirit, so almost inebriated are they by the Holy Spirit, people assume they must have drunk too much. God was there, blessing every person in amazing ways, in ways people wouldn't expect, couldn't imagine, in ways others felt was inappropriate, not to mention the wrong kind of people being blessed. Foreigners, those who are not kosher, those who have the wrong background. And then hearing the prophet John's prophecy repeated, sons and daughters prophesying, young men seeing visions, old men dreaming dreams, even slaves having the Holy Spirit poured upon them. Incredible, unbelievable, more importantly, actually happening. The church rebooted in a fantastic way. So here we are today, 2,000-ish years later, after a couple of years of pandemic, really hard couple of years. We've started growing again as a congregation, but many people haven't yet come back. Some people have, to quote their salvation army, been promoted to glory. We are reliant on a small number of people to do most things, everything even. Maybe because others don't feel competent, maybe because others feel those who are doing everything want to carry on doing everything because they quite enjoy it. But either way, it's not helpful, it's not healthy, and it risks us just looking inwards to doing the things we've always done with the people who have always done it. I'm just hoping they can carry on doing it forever, when in reality none of us are getting any younger. At the same time, the ministry area has come into being. That in itself is almost like a reboot of the localish church here in this area bringing new possibilities. We need to pray for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit here at St. Philemon's, in Pontlottin, in Vokro, in Butte, in Pentolion. 
not just anointing us inside the building, although we desperately want to be anointed by the Holy Spirit, but also a fresh outpouring on those on the streets outside, Welsh and English and any other nationality, male, female, trans, non-binary, young, old, in-between, straight, gay, married, partnered, single, every other combination of person. We need to pray that all these different people can receive prophecies from God. We need to pray that people can see visions from God, dream dreams from God. We need to pray for all kinds of people having the Holy Spirit poured upon them, no matter who they are. In church, not just having the same people always doing things, but each of us and those who are not yet here inside this building, discovering that God is blessing us, calling us, equipping us in unexpected ways. Maybe as altar servants, as choir members, we could have a choir again, couldn't we? Musicians, intercessions, reading the lessons, arranging the flowers, serving refreshments and so on. Or helping with church maintenance, being on the church committee, becoming the treasurer, something we are really desperate for. This might be those who have been here for years, are able to step up for one or more things. Committed Christians. Just as much it might apply to someone who's never really been involved with the church before, but just gets a sense that there's something I need to do. Maybe it's a family member or a friend who doesn't know much about Jesus but just feels they could offer something or they've got a nudge to do something. Or someone who just wants to help and see where that leads to. I remember at On Fire Mission, they needed a drummer some years ago. And a friend of someone who was going, who was not a Christian, not anti, but definitely not Christian, said, okay, I'll come along. I can play the drums. And I'll just play the drums. I won't engage in worship. I'll just drum. Fine. He did this year after year for a while. And suddenly he said, Actually, can I be baptised please? I believe it was through just helping that he came to faith that God blessed him over a period of time. At Pentecost, we see it is not just a select few who have always done things who are called by God. Rather, it is the complete opposite. Loving God, we pray for a fresh outpouring of your Holy Spirit on your people in these communities. We pray that your Holy Spirit will excite us, refresh us, renew us, your people. We pray that the joy of receiving your Holy Spirit will excite us so much that it's contagious, other people wanting to know what has changed us. Most of all, we pray that your church here will be renewed as each and every person feels able to use the gifts you bless them with to your glory.
come the Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of your people. And kindle in them. Kindle in us the fire of your love. 